This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Welcome to the Mile High Five Podcast. I am Carl Jensen here with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington. Doug, what are we talking about today? Well, I'm curious if you would ever get a job again. And, you know, I was thinking about this because I think we were, we were chatting in, in one of the interviews or maybe it was over at HQ and, you know, we run into a lot of people who are retired or maybe they work for themselves and across the board, a lot of people that work for themselves or have worked a corporate job in a while, they say they can't get another job. They couldn't even imagine it. So I was thinking about you, Carl. Hmm. What is your definition of a job? It could be, I think, sort of the traditional, uh, and we could hit it from a couple different angles. So it could be a, a corporate job like we used to have where it's a bigger company. It could even be for like a mom and pop kind of place. Um, but I'm thinking as generally an employee, I think that's a, a more fun question. Like, would you work somewhere as an employee versus like running your own company? Because I think running your own company, you're, you can be a dictator and that's a little bit different. Yeah, I would say one loose definition would be you're losing some of the autonomy over your life. You're having someone else is dictating what you have to do at certain times of the day. We we can debate how long that is or how much they dictate, but yeah. And it could be, and I'll, I'll throw in here, it could be, you know, part-time, it could be full-time. So we could sort of explore the the full range of what a job could be. And do you have any other <clears throat> Do you have any other definitions uh, maybe of a job that we should throw in here too? No, I think that's about it. Just uh, easier definition, having to perform an action for someone else. Perfect. So do you think you can do it? Um, you know, there's different conditions that might make you or force you to go back to work. Obviously, if you had some kind of devastating financial thing happen to you and I'm don't know what that would be. It could be some kind of medical issue or something like that. Then you, you kind of have to at that point, but maybe that's outside the boundaries of this question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think you're right. So So let's just run through and we'll, we'll both answer these. So, you know, number one, let's say you, uh, you want to earn a little bit of extra money for some reason. I have no idea. Maybe you want to buy a sailboat, something crazy. So would you be able to do like a part-time job, say go work at Lowe's for a little while where you're doing maybe maybe a job that you, you wouldn't normally choose to do? I don't know. There would have to be some really special object, but well, yeah, I guess I would. I mean, like, I'd love to have an Evital, which is a little personal electric helicopter, which you can't really buy yet. But if I could have that in my life, and someone would have to pay me a severe amount of money to do it, and I can't imagine anything I could do where anyone would pay me a significant amount of money. But if someone's like, yeah, I'll buy you an Evital if you do this for six months, I'd, 
I might do it. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, that sounds like working at Lowe's wouldn't be enough. <laughs> no, it, that. it probably wouldn't. I'd have to be like a guest CEO there or something for six months. How, how about you, Doug? Yeah, I, I don't for, no, generally I don't think so, especially, you know, that, that type of job. Although have you ever watched the, the show called uh, Superstore? Have you, are you familiar with this? I don't think so. Okay. It's kind of a spoof on a big box store. So think Walmart, something like that. And they, I mean, it's a, it's a sitcom. So it's, it's funny and it's entertaining and they make it kind of look a little bit fun, but also you get to experience some of the drudgery of working a retail job. Have you ever had a retail job? Um, uh, in food service. Yes. Okay. And I, I've had, I've had a few retail gigs and worked in food service as well. And I, I feel like everyone should do a tour of duty in those, you know, kind of industries and kudos to the people that do work in those industries. But the, the point being occasionally watching Superstore, I thought, you know what? It's a little fun. Like everyone's kind of going through the same drudgery and dreading the job and thinking, oh, our boss is an idiot, blah, blah, blah. So there's some there's some comfort in experiencing that kind of job and like being able to work with someone, you know, side by side for hours and you build a nice rapport. It's kind of, you know, there's some fun aspects. It's not all just hell and you get discounts usually. <laughs> if you work at a restaurant, you get a shift meal or whatever. Like there's, there's some, there's some pros to those different things. Um, but the other big thing, which is different than the corporate jobs we had is when you finish your shift, you go home. You probably don't stress about it too much and you don't worry about it because you're not, you're not getting emails typically, especially, you know, if you're not in management, you're not getting emails about the problems that are going on all through the night that kind of invades your brain space. So, okay. And so I have no, no other question on that. So retail, probably not the the best thing but what about the old corporate jobs that we used to have could you go back to that kind of an org chart the cubicle life i could but it would have to be under very specific circumstances and you made a a great point there a moment ago ago about the people who you work with and with a corporate job you've got your core work right so if you program computers i think most people who are software engineers actually enjoy that but what can make or break your happiness and how much you, you really like your job is who you work with and who you work for. You could be doing the work that really you really enjoy, but if you work for some asshole like a micromanager person, that just makes everything miserable. Or if you work for conniving people who uh, who aren't good humans, who uh, I've had that situation too. It just it ruins everything and makes the whole thing hellish. So. I think I could go back to the situation, but I'd really, really have to love what I was doing. It would have to be a cool project, writing cool code, and it would have to be with with friends, and it would have to be for happiness and not for money. I would expect to be paid, but I'd have to feel better at the end of the day because I did that, and I'd have to feel real good about the people I'm working for and maybe even the mission of the whole project, too. How about you, Doug? You covered a lot of you know what what it would take. But, you know, when I think back to, I worked in consulting, which is a special kind of hell, I think. And did you ever do uh, the kind of management consulting that I did? 
I did not. Okay. Yeah, it's a special kind of hell. Think like the Bobs from Office Space, like those kind of people. And I mean, there's a lot of different flavors, but that was kind of the the same sort of a atmosphere in many ways. Um, so I think it would be really tough for me to go back. And the, the hardest part is just all the the corporate bullshit. And I think me saying all this stuff that I'm about to say will cement any any possibility of me getting a job in that industry again, because I'm just going to shit all over it. It's just, it's a horrible environment. There's so much politics. Uh, the, the org chart situation where you're like, yeah, just keep working. I know you're doing a great job and you're, you're actually doing better than all the, all the other people that you're working with, but you can't get promoted until you put in more time. And it's just a, you know, whatever BS they have to sell. And it's just, it's terrible. So I, I definitely couldn't go back to that job and I would have a really hard time because I've worked for myself for a few years and not, not that I, I mean, I have a reasonable self image, but I don't think I'm like super amazing in any one aspect. But if I went back to my old jobs and have to take instructions from people that clearly don't know what the fuck is going on. And I'm like, I've, I've built a business business and I like understand how certain things work and they would like discount it and say, uh, you know, we, we, we don't do things those that way. We've been doing it this way for many years. And I'm like, well, can't we just try? And this literally happened when I, before I got laid off. So it, it'd be very tough for me to go from the autonomous nature that I work now to the horrible environment that I was in before. I think you are super amazing at one thing, and that is your choice and your fashion sense when it comes to hoodies. For those watching on YouTube, and if you're not, you should bring up the YouTube video. Doug is wearing his Clifford the Big Red Doug hoodie, which makes him look like that big cartoon dog a little bit. It's so soft. You know, people walk up and they want to touch touch me, you know, on the, on the, on the Melanzana. <laughs> Wait, is your melanzana soft or rigid? <laughs> it's it's uh it's rigid. Yeah, it's ripe. You know, it means eggplant in Italian. Doesn't eggplant have other connotations? The eggplant emoji. Have you heard of this dog? Or no? What what does it mean? <laughs> Mindy did not know its connotation, and neither did I. Did she tell until she told me the story? But for some reason. She would use that all the time at work on her work Slack channel. And after six months, someone is like, hey, you know what that means? It means a, a penis. And she's like, oh, my God, I, I did not intend that. But you said something a moment ago that I think is critical. Like, it, And the key word is autonomy. Like you could have the best job in the world and really like everyone, but still you're beholden to something. Someone is kind of telling you what to do. Even if you have maximal flexibility, it would be – it's completely different if you if you're doing it for yourself and you don't have any of the rules and the only person you have to answer for is yourself. It just changes everything. I'm I'm not sure why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the autonomy and just having having that choice makes all the difference in the world. Now, uh, one job, I was thinking about this and one job that I I potentially could do and this could fill uh, a few different sort of industries, but I was um, into into guitars a little bit more recently. Like we've talked about it several times, and they have these um, basically 
guitar making kits. So you could like buy them, it's prefabricated and you sort of assemble it and put it together. It's still very difficult. I mean, you're putting together like an acoustic guitar or whatever. And it occurred to me, hey, I would get a job in an area where I could learn something that I'm really interested in. So potentially I would work at a, like a music store where I would like learn some of the maintenance of guitars and, you know, guitar making and luthery and stuff like that. And like I said, you, I, it could be a different industry altogether. Like I'm into podcasting and YouTube, like I potentially could work somewhere as, you know, as an employee just to soak up information and learn how to do a better job, like recording or producing videos and videotography or whatever. Right. So I, th I think there's a couple areas where my interest would overcome the lack of autonomy because I want to go in as a student. Do okay. you have any areas like that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, maybe something around music or or artistic endeavors. Like I've, I've always wanted to be a better musical artist. I've wanted to be a better like uh writer i've wanted to be able just to draw and i don't think I, I know some people have more natural talent to these things and i think well, i'm one of those people on the other end of the spectrum so if i could work in a capacity that would help me do that yeah i think that'd be pretty awesome and, and yeah i guess i would consider something like that and yeah and yeah when it's reframed like hey i don't have to get this job to necessarily earn money or like get you know uh benefits from but it's I want to go in and learn, learn a trade, learn, learn something interesting that I was like trying to study on my own anyway, which, uh, after I've watched a few videos on like building guitars, it looks pretty hard. Like it's, it can take months to do, like, it's a very delicate woodworking project and it looks interesting, but it looks pretty tough. How about now? I've got another question, kind of along these same lines, for you, which is one of your passions. I know that the Crocs company, those plastic rubber shoes, whatever the hell they're made out of, they have had celebrities come in and they have a special edition of the Croc. What if Melanzana came to you and said, "Doug, we want to make a Melanzana hoodie. You're going to work with us to design it. You're going to be the face of the campaign. Like you're going to be on there. You're going to help promote it. You're going to work with our designers. Would you do that for Melanzana?" Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're already like selling and, and bringing them a, a little bit of business. So I'm surprised they don't know who I am already. We'll, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. And when I go up to Leadville, I kind of do want to go there. I'm curious to see the uh, the store that you have this obsession about. So I am going to go up to Leadville and I am going to go there and I'm going to tell them that you sent me with a picture of you and see if uh, see what they say about that. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, any, any other thoughts about like working, working again or anything like that? I have one question for you. Cause this actually came up with me. Has there ever been a time since you separated yourself or since your work, I, I think you were actually can, cause they don't want to support your remote adventures. Uh, has there ever been a time when you've wanted to go back to work? No, no, I didn't even have to think that long. One caveat, I have actually applied for a couple jobs. They were things that I would kind of be qualified for. And actually, uh, the last interview that I went on, I mean, it was well after my business was established. I think it was like 2017 or so. But I think I've, I've told you this before. Um, 
my wife doesn't have much faith in my my business, even though it's been going on for it's like six fucking years. I mean, it, at some point, it's like, oh, I've shown that I've can be successful or whatever. But she comes from you know the old school where you get a corporate job, you know, you work there thirty five years, blah blah blah. And yeah, entrepreneurship is uh, it's uh, uncertain. Like you, you don't know what's going to happen. So for the like for that reason, I basically applied for a job that could have been you know a, a decent one. Uh, this was back in Bozeman. The thing is, when I went in for the interview, it was one of those deals which I think at least for a little while was a lot more common. They gave me an assignment to like bring in and present, which I actually did uh, a pretty good job overall, I think. Uh, thank God I didn't get the job. Like I, it would have been, I probably would have done fine, but I think it would have held me back from like growing my own business, which is way better than whatever they could have paid me. Like even with benefits and like it, it would have been, like a third or and it was a good paying job, you know? Um, so, so the point is I have like l- looked at working again and I think I would have been a really bad employee because I would have second guessed and I'm like, why the fuck am I even wasting time at this job? This is a joke. Um, so I don't know any follow-ups on that. Yeah, I actually have two. I mean, just this whole talk, it kind of, it feels like, um, I'm trying to think of some bad thing that's happened to me lately that the thought of it, I, I come from a very, I'm very thankful for our situation, but I, we both work pretty hard to get where we're at, we're at today. But the thought of having to wake up and maybe having to conform to a dress code and like drive to an office. And I know that might not be a thing right now, but that, that just sounds absolutely horrible. There's so many other things, bad things I would rather have happen to me than to have to do that. It just, Oh man, I can't yeah. even, well for the interview i had to go and buy shoes like and i went to like a thrift store and found just like some plain black dress shoes for like four dollars the thing is when i got uh, no before i got laid off when i moved i threw out my dress shoes and that was whatever eight years ago and i i have no dress shoes right now so I literally threw them out, threw out an iron, right? I have like some business casual clothes that I haven't worn in eight years or whatever. So yeah, it does. It sounds soul sucking, you know, thinking about having to wear a shirt with buttons. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it, it'd be, it'd be tough to like switch, switch that, um, flip that switch back to uh work as an employee yeah uh one story about dressing up i kept i think i still have two pairs of khakis but they're kind of like cheater ones i think they're actually like khaki colored blue jeans or something like that so anyway a couple weeks ago we had tickets to go see danny elfman do you know who he is or uh he wrote all the music for most of the tim burton movies super cool musician dude so we had tickets to go see him at the uh Denver Symphony. So I'm like, ah, oh, these khakis are there. I might as well like wear them for something. It hasn't, it's been like eight years or whatever. So I put them on and I come downstairs and my elder daughter's like, dad, what are you wearing? What is that? You look so strange. What's going on? I, I thought about that at first second. I'm like, this is good. You're in a good place. You haven't had to dress up at all. Cause usually I look like a, like a, I'm pretty dressed up now. I consider this dressing up because <laughs> my clothes don't have any stains on them. So I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, this is good. I look like a, 
a dirt bag like 98% of my time and I'm in a good place. Yeah. And one, one other side story and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. We had a, a friend, I won't mention who it is, but he pitched an idea to have like a formal event and like dress up in a tux and stuff. And he was like, hey, Doug, do you think it's a good idea to, uh, you know, dress up and, you know, be fancy? And I was like, no. And there were a group of, there was a group of people and I didn't know like what the test was, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. That, that sounds horrible. And... I think that was a consensus, right? That was what you said, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember that conversation. And my first thought was, is he just screwing with us? Like, why the hell would you want to do that? Like, tux? Like, that's even higher. I don't ever want to wear a suit or a tie or a button-down shirt. What the hell do I want to wear that for? Yeah, but it turns out he was serious. And I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's just, yeah. how much would they have to pay you to, like, say they, they gave the tux? How much would they have to pay you to go to an event like that? I don't know. It's it's a tough call, and it has been a while. I mean, we we actually used to go to some like events like that where some charity something blah 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 where they you know you like buy a table and that sort of thing like one of those fancy dinners, and you would have to dress up. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like if I'm donating money, I'm gonna wear whatever I want, right? Yeah. So I'm the kind of riff raff they don't <laughs> they don't want to cater to, I guess. So okay, so grand conclusion probably not going to get another job. If I have to get another job, something has gone very, 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 very wrong in my life. You? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it would have to be, it would have to be some crazy circumstance or I'm like doing research to write a book, right? I was, we, we have a couple restaurants very close by that I could walk to. And I was like, oh man, it'd be, it'd be pretty fun to work at the uh, TGA Fridays. I could walk in there, you know, wait, wait some tables, have some stories, like get a shift drink and a, a meal because the food's great at Fridays. Right. And then uh, just walk home. You know, I was like, oh, that, that could be kind of fun. Meet some friends. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. Do they still make you, wasn't that an office space or they're making fun of it where they've got the flare? What do they call it? Like all the buttons and shit? Do they? Yeah, the flare. So, I haven't been to that. I haven't been there in years. Do you know if they still make you do that? I, I haven't been. I haven't been either. Um, but yeah, it was like the tchotchkes, right? Yeah. They had to wear their pieces of flare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if y'all have comments on this or thoughts, if you would work another job after you have stopped, please uh, shoot us an email or you can leave comments on the YouTube. Uh, don't forget, you can sign up for our email list. There's a link in the description show notes. Anything else you want to mention? I think that's it, Doug. And I'll, actually, while I'm talking about it, I have my own podcast. It's called The Doug Show. And I just want to let people know, I talk about other topics there like uh, my side hustles uh, that turned into my full-time job. And Carl's actually been on it uh, a couple times and Mindy has been on it once too. And I've interviewed a couple other people from the Phi space. So definitely worth checking out. Have you, have you ever listened to one of the episodes? I have never listened. I'm sorry, Doug. I'm not surprised. You, you don't even listen to your wife's show, so. Correct. All right. Well, I'll see you soon, buddy. See ya. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast and I'm Doug Cunnington the Balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. 
maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in in person so the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using, and that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.